morning, good morning, good morning. It is 8.35, it is Thursday, the 9th of November. That can mean only one thing. At this time of the day, at this time of the week, House of Property comes live to you via Facebook, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. From the front line, the coalface of property and business. We're here to be able to share our experiences, sympathise with you, and hopefully give you a few hints and tips along the way, wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for taking the time to spend some time with us this morning, and I hope you are all very, very well. Now, I can't do this show alone. I know you'd love me to, but I can't and I wouldn't. Um, I have to bring the grifter with me. Katie, the grifter, Griffin. Grifter's with me alongside me today. Grifter, good morning, good morning, good morning, my darling. How the devil are you? I'm very good and a good morning to you too. Now you'll see that I am dressed for winter, those of you that are looking on YouTube. I have a very thick and heavy polar neck and I am now having my usual flushes of the morning because it's a lot milder today than it was yesterday. So I have dressed for winter. Well, it appears that we're back to an autumnal feel. So it's yes. big word of the day. Yes. I should be getting, um, I don't say getting naked because that's the wrong thing to say, but I should be no. clothing myself slightly later um, uh, when, I, when I get out into the main office because it's absolutely roasting. God it's help Devon, turn your heater off. That's what I'd say. Right, Grifter, Rachel Week, please. Well, I have to say my week, I think, has been about a nine and a half. Now, it would be a little bit <laughs> if I hadn't had the grammar police visit yesterday on email. Oh, wow. The grammar police. Tell me. Okay, so I had um, uh, been up in London uh, Tuesday mornings, doing my emails early doors, because obviously uh, we all know it's a juggle when you do, you're trying to have a bit of a, a jolly, a light-hearted day, you've got to do your work first. So I was at six, and I got an, a lead come through on right move, and it went sling. And I thought, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Really positive way, okay? Because if you make mistakes, you've got to tick it off, you've got to improve them. Okay, so... This lovely lady uh, put on there that I had spelt accommodation wrong. Okay. Now, please be done. And I would say accommodation is such a quite tricky word to spell. What that is wardrobes. I can't ever spell that either. Wait, for some reason, the spell checker had not been clicked on, on our software. And so accommodation was indeed spelt incorrectly. It only had one M. So I claimed the inquiry because I thought, oh, I don't want my team to come into a slightly sarcastic bit of a Debbie Downer kind of comment. So I closed the inquiry through Rightmove and I emailed the lady straight away and I just said, thank you so much for pointing it out. We're only human, we all make mistakes. I'm going to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Oh my gosh, I got an email back literally straight away saying that my mistake was akin to a solicitor spelling probate wrong. Well, I would just like to say probate is a much easier word to spell than accommodation. <laughs> okay, I'm splitting hairs there. So, I just mean it is, she was trying to turn this into a positive thing. She also indicated that my email response was slightly sarcastic, which it wasn't. So I went back again. She quoted Shakespeare at me. So I just thought, right, well, what do I do? Do I put this to one side or do I go for it? Well, obviously, as it's me, the grifter, I decided that I'd go for it. So I responded again to her and said, do you know what? It's really made me stop and think. My team are going to go through today all of our um, our listings to make sure there are no mistakes. So on the first thing, thank you very much. And secondly, we should always learn by our mistakes. And we're only human. And, and then I put something like, Twitter is human. You know, I did a quote. And, and this is where it all went wrong. Um, yeah. So then obviously, I accidentally, incorrectly, I 
instead of putting though, I put thought, I think. And so then obviously she picked that up and then I didn't hyphenate something else and she picked that up. She came back to her and said, do you know what? Thank you very much. If I can only improve one little point every day, you've helped me do that. And then I got two more from her and I decided, no, enough was enough. That enough, yeah. enough, enough, enough. Okay, so they're just unspelling police have been out, but I ticked that box. So all I can say is a few accommodations. Yes, I'm well, I mean, you week. do, you know, you, you know, uh, it's like that. Who, which was the airline that turned around and said that dirty trays make the public think that we don't service our engines correctly? So, yeah, actually, coffee stained trays mean that we don't service our um, engines correctly. So, actually, yeah, so no one good, did it from her point of view. That's good. A, I'm glad that you lesson. had an education. It's a good lesson. So, rate your week, Martin. Oh, my, mine just got better because I've got visions of David Mintz being flush. Um, the, um, the, um, in the coloured aspect rather than down the toilet. Um, the, um, I'm distracting myself now. Where was I? Oh, I don't know. About an eight and a half. Wait. Like that. No, week. Good week. Good week. Nice week. Cold, cold, gone cold, but otherwise good week. Although I do think, uh, I do think that we need to... Uh, I do think we need to ban Halloween. It was like mayhem outside my house the other night um, after work uh, with little children banging on the door, wanting sweets and all that. Maybe I'm just a miserable old soul. But anyway, forget Halloween's gone. Okay. It's um, Remembrance Sunday coming up. Remembrance Day, Armistice Day on Saturday. Loughborough Fair is this week. That doesn't mean anything to you, but if you're in Loughborough, you know it's a busy week. Um, and um, which means that Christmas is just around the corner. And when you get to this time of the year, what is it always? It is conference season. And some of us have got a new business, so we had to stay and do some work this week. But some of us won awards at EA Masters. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. I, I'm oh, congratulations. How, yes, was, how was EA Masters good? Yeah, it was very good. Do you know, things for me was actually um, working and seeing people that I hadn't seen for a very long time, which mm. was really, really nice. Um, and actually connecting with a few new people who are kind of new on the radar, but hadn't necessarily got to know really really well and one of those is actually um an estate agent who's been going kind of two or three years um in my neck of the woods um and uh we sought each other out because we kind of saw it say well, it's like you're yeah, not sure not quite sure one of those kind of things and we chatted and and he basically said i listen to you and martin every week i am a sole trader i've got a great business it's going from strength to strength so i've got a team Good. that nobody quite understands what it's like to run your own business they don't necessarily share the pain he said, but actually you and Martin sit there and you tell it how it is and you're not afraid to have some ballsy conversations. And I just thought, that's really nice. And then on the other hand, he turned around and he said, the other agents, they didn't hit me because I'm competition. And I felt a bit sad because we always talk about collaboration. We're always about putting it out there and sharing bits and pieces. And excuse me, because I always think that my competition and other don't, don't listen, but we know that they do. And I know they that your so, competition listen. Um, I was actually surprised I could actually get in the office, actually out of the conference you know, building because my head was so enormous after so many comments about the podcast. That was good. But anyway, no, no change. Yeah. So lots of good people there. And the show is talked about is not what you know, it's who you know. And I think we need to talk about relationships. But um, Chamberlain Phillips, did they win the overall job? They did. They uh, did. I know Rob Chamberlain. He and I used to both be area managers 
um, at the Leader Ro Leaders Romans group for a short period of time. Um, I'd like to say that my area performed better than his. He'd like to say that his area performed better than mine. But it was um, really lovely to see that Rob's business has done really well and, and aspiring, really, uh, inspirational, because he went and set upon his own a couple of years ago or with the partnership um, and um, have really done well to get to where they've got to. And it gives the rest of us something to aim for. So well done to those guys. Really, really good. And I would just interject that it was actually really nice to see some fresh names and faces on the stage, mm -hmm. as opposed to the same old people that do win year in, year out. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's just nice to see there's new innovation, there's new things happening, and um, be a winner, including you, Martin. So again, one day you can be a winner, including you. Yeah, thanks. I wish your internet was just as dodgy as it normally is. Um, do you do you want my top tips then or my takeaways or anything yes like that? please yes no let's have your top tips let's, everyone really wants good. to know this is this is cheaper than buying, buying a ticket tell us your top oh, tips totally. <laughs> i'll probably get into massive trouble from peter knight though wouldn't i from doing it anyway the one thing that i thought was really good and it was actually one of peter's slides um was when right. he talked about his property academy people and the things that they they, they call it not for us okay and this is a bit like that's when we've talked about banning um, negativity in the office when we were in COVID. We only want positive things. It's got to be positive. You can't kind of get off the phone and go, oh, that man was a right idiot. After you, 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 to be able to kind of direct your team and, and set your store out. And the, the last slide that I thought was really particularly um, good was you, having the confidence to say, do you know what? We're not going to deal with know-it-alls. We're not going to deal with people who are close-minded. We're not going to default to negative, exactly what we've discussed before. We're going to take, we're not going to take without giving back. So we're always going to do something. So that's back to community, collaboration, cohesion. We're always going to deliver brilliant content. We're not going to just do run-of-the-mill stuff. Um, don't lack energy and passion, okay? Bullies, not for us, yeah? Arrogancy. If you're arrogant, it's not for us. And I just thought those are really key points because some of those things could be attributed directly to estate agents, couldn't they? Mm -hmm. And how people deal deal with life, basically. But I really like those kind of positive things. And the one other, there was a lot of kind of discussion about AI, a little bit on the stage, but a lot of it kind of in the room. I was exceedingly impressed um, with the chat. Is it Ian Baker? From Preston Baker. Preston Baker up in Leeds. Preston Baker. Yeah. So he was he Ian was on the on the um the stand on the stand on the stage even. Um and he talked about how um AI had, he's really kind of got this. And you know, sit there and you just go, oh my god, this is this is just like a really like total clarity moment. And he talked about how he had uh, I'm just trying to get my notes up, how he had basically um taken AI. Um, and used it to be able to save 30 to 50% of his man hours effectively to have a clear uh, way of dealing with things. And this included, okay, so if someone, we talked the other day about an email that came in and they said, could you let me know if this, oh, I don't want to view this property. And instead of going, oh, well, is there other things that you'd like to look at? The agent had gone back and gone, very much for letting us know and just sent it and, and finished it. Ian has got this AI that basically deals with objection handling. So he's written the script oh, wow. that puts into AI. So it responds. And basically, so if someone says, would you say so a right leave inquiry, for instance? Um, and I've heard this on the stage. I haven't had a chance to dip. I just went, oh my God, this is mind blowing. Um, we'll view this property. And then it will go, what about these as well? And actually, 
I know you haven't considered this one. And this is AI does all this. Okay. Yes. How wow. cool is that? Very, very clever. Personalizes. Yeah. Personalizes and, it, understands clients. Brilliant. And Preston Baker, a fabulous firm. Funny you to talk about yeah. AI. Um, friend of mine, Elaine Penhall, put a post out wanting to have people's agents input into are they using AI within their business and writing sales particulars? Um, and I do. I use AI every single day. Um, if nothing yeah. else, it gets me over the problem that you had at the top of the show, which is spelling and grammar and sentence um, construction and all those things that I was never very good at. It helps me as a tool to go forward. It doesn't finish it, but it gets me to sort of 70, 80% of the way there. And yeah. um, one of my competitors took objection to this comment and talked about how awful it is using AI and how if you can't do some creative writing, then you shouldn't be an estate agent. Um, must have had a very bad day, maybe lost a decent instruction or something. Um, but hopefully he's better this week. The, um, and I know that he was at the um, EA Masters this week. I don't think they won anything, but I know that he attended the conference. And um, hopefully he listened to Preston Baker to understand from a very good estate agent's point of view that AI isn't going to threaten <laughs> our jobs, isn't going to take us away from being an estate agent, but actually can help the product that we deliver to our clients. So I'm really, um, yeah. I'm really excited about it. And I think about it, you know, this time last year, I was writing the content for my website, the business that I launched in February, and I didn't know anything about AI. Chat GDP, GTP hadn't um, hit my um, hadn't hit my radar, and imagine how much I would have been able to get over my writer's block. There, I spent hours walking up and down the lounge in the dining room, wondering what the heck I'm going to write, throwing it out to friends and and all that kind of jazz, including you. And um, all it, it would have all been. It would have got me 50% of the way there about this new business. But and now it's yeah. part of my integrated within the business and we'll go further and further and further. I'm so excited to know what 2024 is going to deliver on an AI point of view. Um, get on the bus if you're not doing it. So you've talked about um, some of the takeaways that you've got. Exhibit halls, any people that are there that were worth talking to? I mean, David Mintz, obviously. Obviously, obviously. So I had lots of lovely, lovely chats. I've had a really nice chat to Sarah Edmund-Ford on oh, um, she's her band. And she got um, an award, shout, didn't she? Yeah, shout out to Sarah, who was exceedingly modest, I think. I'm very surprised by it, but it was absolutely thoroughly um, deserved. Um, and actually, that's made us, hasn't it, sign up to be mentors with... Um, mm -hmm. a, it's Agents Giving, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Agents we've done that. So. Agents and mentors, of course it is. Um, so we've done Agents that. Agents giving really is something exciting. completely different. But yeah. I know. I don't know what it's. Obviously, this is just like menopause brain. I'm just blaming it on that. Anyway, um, so fantastic. <laughs> right, Martin. Yes. Three questions. This is your tough question of the week. I've got more to come because I've like been going. Oh. Right. What three questions your clients always ask you? Three questions. My my seller clients, my vendor clients, always ask me, yeah. or just generally. Well, just the three things you get asked the most, really. Okay, so what is selling? happening in the housing? What is happening in the housing yeah. market? What's going on, yeah. right? What's, yeah, what's going, going on? on? What's going to yeah. happen? Um, and what have other people said? What's the word? A few people said, "What's the word on the street about what's going to happen in 2024?" Which I think is fascinating. Okay. That that's a brilliant question, isn't it? Because it makes you think, "Oh." Um, what's going on? And actually, I've decided that anybody who asks you, because my barber asked me the other day. Um, 
what's going on in the housing market? To which I responded with, why are you thinking about moving? He said, yes, I am. All of a sudden, you realise that one question, what happens in the housing market, is actually somebody trying to engage with you, and that comes down to your prospecting. I love that question. What's okay, going on? So, um, I can't think so, of a third, so <laughs> that's why okay, I'm off. So, so have you done a little piece to camera about what's happening in 2024? Oh, no, I've done my market update, which went out yesterday. No, that wasn't. Uh, sorry, sorry. That was not the question. <laughs> <laughs> so I pivoted then. Politicians pivot. We've been doing media you. training. I've got you. Yeah, you did. You okay. No, I haven't. But maybe I should. Okay. But the thing is, it's always nervous, isn't it, around doing um, crystal ball gazing at this moment Ooh. in time, isn't it? Crystal ball gazing is difficult. Mm -hmm. But you've got to do it, haven't you? Because if you are yeah. responding to the frequently, most frequently asked questions, and putting it out there and being first. Yeah, yes. you're going to get overtaken by someone else. Okay, it doesn't matter if it's not actually going to happen because we don't have our crystal ball. But you need to take those three questions that you're being asked, and you need to be using them because your team could use them. You know, someone rings up and says, "Well, I don't know whether I should sell now or next year." Oh, no, Casey just done the thing about the market in 2024. Good question. That's I've been asked a lot yeah. as well. Should I go now? And actually, I had a vendor or seller. I hate the word vendor. I had a seller client potential client on evaluation say to me i'm going to the market now Martin, because i don't think next year is going to be as good as this year which i thought was fascinating because most people at this time of the year say i'm going to wait until spring martin so it's um brilliant mm, like that now the other thing that really made me chuckle at uh, the conference recently was um they were talking about how do people want to be communicated with and there was a big thing about oh your agents are terrible at communicating and you don't get oh for god's sake and the so ship Think, go on a minute, suppliers. Do you communicate with us? Yeah. Yeah. The, on, the only people in the property industry that are worse than the state agent of communication is suppliers. Totally, totally. And I had yeah. several suppliers come and chat to me, and they basically said, "If you scan this QR code, it will open up my diary, and you can book in an appointment." Thanks very much. Well, yeah. Well, but but the people will not forget, is isn't it? You know, that's brilliant. If you are in a tech industry and they are often in a tech industry but they're appealing to a industry of people people we're yeah. interested in relationships it's not what you know it's who you know and it's those relationships between people and people not relationships between you and your qr code going to your calendly mm -hmm. thing yeah. to be able to book an own blooming inviting yeah so i still believe and i am communicated with suppliers by a email a round robin generic email yeah or they pick up the phone okay and their tactics have got even worse i had one this week who managed to get through my lady who basically said urgently need to speak we've got something about your company that you need to know but she's just saying oh i was just wondering if you want to sell your business you know just say, that's just do not do that again yeah. yes do not come in not well, i'm good. glad not you had a, glad you had a good day i'm glad you had a good day okay. and it all went well so tell me this time of the year, yeah. total clarity and focus is of massive importance. And mm -hmm. one of the tasks that you and I are both doing in our business at the moment is strategizing for 2024, which includes a hot revolution that I'm sure will be everywhere, which is called Stop, Start and Continue, um, which is one of your ideas. Well, it was your idea. Uh, not even one of your ideas. It was purely your idea. Stop, Start, Continue. Um, and that visionary that sometimes is worth looking back to go forward where are you with this in your business drifter okay so at the moment um 
I like to see how far you've come because you, you I always beat myself up you know oh my god there's another agent's board gone up or oh I, I didn't get invited out to that and I actually think we need to draw a line under it and big yourself up because sometimes you can have some really good days and really bad days we all know that it's a lonely old world out there you know and you've got a pretty thick skin um so actually being able to sit down and go actually how far have I come you know been my plan you know I want to sell five million pound plus houses don't do a plan quite like that mine is more about breaking it down on a bit more of a I do this many appraisals each month to be able to get this at the end and actually I'd like to increase by this or I want a new car or I want something like that that's why I don't obviously I don't need a new car because one's not broken yet no it's better now it's all good um, so I just like to see how far we've come and that and whether that's me individually the company or my individual team members because mm. you forget that back in January or February they sat a qualification yeah and they passed and actually you know that's old hat but it's a really big milestone and so I like to pull out in my um kind of plan I just like to good and bad things because we learn from our mistakes we all know that so that's the first thing I like to look at is, is look at how far how far we've come really that's good. And you, you set as you set as a task last week, uh, between the weeks, and for the podcast this week, you want us both to come with four of the main lessons yeah. that we've learned um, yeah. over the last 12 think, months. Yeah, things we've learned this year in our business, isn't it? That's yes. what we, and that's just quite good because obviously you've started a new business yes. and you know, so that's quite interesting. So, and this is part of our review, our planning, and our sort of strategizing, isn't it? So, we can use yeah. all these fancy words, and there was lots of fancy words at the conference, and it did make me chuckle along with some chaps I was sat with that we just going, for UX, and so you just go, just keep it real, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, Martin, do you want to kick off then? What what has been the first thing that you've learned this year in no particular order? Okay, so I'm going to go with. Um, Treating everybody, but particularly customers, treating everybody, but particularly customers, with the utmost of respect. Now, you realise that some people are out there just trying to trip you up about how you spell accommodation, but you need to respect that person. You find that there are some people that are they going to waste your time and money, and you must try and avoid those people, but you need to respect those people. Then you have clients that have just become champions of you as an estate agent or your business. So respecting customers, my old grand used to teach me that you treat people in the way you'd expect to be treated yourself. And if you, yeah. I'd like to be treated with respect. So I'd like my customers mm -hmm. to treat me with my respect. I'd like my suppliers to treat me with respect. I'd like my fellow competitors to treat me with respect. I'd like the conveyances and the surveyors and the mortgage providers that I work with to treat me with respect. And the only way I'm going to get that is to treat them with respect. So for me, it was treating people with respect. Not that I didn't before, but I thought it was a really good lesson. <laughs> okay. Right, mine. So number two, mm -hmm. be honest when things go wrong. Okay. So okay. we are an industry that isn't necessarily trusted. Um, and actually, everyone I come across is a most professional person. They're a great estate agent, superior solicitor. We are a really good industry. It's just that we're just not getting the message out there. So be honest when things go wrong. We are only human. I've, I've demonstrated that this morning with my spelling and grammar police lady. Um, but actually, it's better to tell the truth. Be, be open and honest. Because, again, it's to deal with someone like you'd like to be 
treated and dealt with yourself. You know? so, so, and things do go wrong, and you're far better to stick to the truth and know exactly because otherwise it, it, you can fall over and, and tie yourself up in knots. So be honest when things go wrong. Love that. That's good. Next one for me is understand what people are trying to achieve and find a solution to make that happen. And every single person is individual. There's no two people the same, no two situations the same, no two properties are even the same. So understanding exactly what the goal is. And the way I have found to do that is to ask more questions before you try and find the solutions. I think certainly when you're on a pitch, but you automatically think, right, this person wants to sell. They want to get the best price possible. And so you're going to just talk about um, everything you do as an estate agent, everything you bring to the party to be able to help them get the best price possible. And in many cases, that's the reason what that they want to, they're going to choose their estate agent. Who's going to achieve the best price possible? But actually, understanding what's your perception of the market? When was the last time you were moving? What time scale are you working towards? What are the things that concern you the most? What is it that would make you feel that this move is a successful move? All of these sort of what, why, where questions enable you to get all the information using two ears and one mouth to find the solution that people are looking for. So this neatly, we could have practiced this, obviously we don't, um, neatly onto my communicate clearly, yeah, and with clarity. Yeah, okay. Precisely, C's, because you need to be clear. It's about going out and you're meant to, aren't you, under the ombudsman, go, it's not just a private treaty sale you can do. You can go to auction, you can go to tender, but actually, you know, go and see a client. And I go, well, the other agents you've had out have obviously demonstrated the different methods of sale, and they go, no. Well, we don't don't know. Why would you go to auction with my property? That's a good idea. So communicating clearly and concisely, I think, is super, super important. That dust dovetails beautifully into the back of yours. So that was number four. Number five, Martin. Number five for me is, you know what, you mentioned at the start um, of this or earlier on about how sometimes when you're a business owner, it becomes lonely and the market's been tough and things go wrong. Um, But you have to turn that frown upside down and have a glass half full mentality because nobody wants to work with a miserable estate agent. Um, doesn't mean you need to be overly optimistic and positive and a little bit cheesy and sickly, although I do tick those boxes very well. Um, but actually having a positive attitude towards life and seeing the best in the situation, I think, is important. Cool, lovely. So I've got number six, I think it is, if I'm correct. Six, yeah. Respond immediately or as soon as you can the same day or I know we're always told by agency trainers and marketers respond within 10 seconds of an inquiry coming in it's not always possible so respond promptly it does irritate me when and I've got a particular situation with a telephone provider who's just providing a really terrible service for me at the moment and it's taking them weeks and weeks and weeks to even respond to an email that respond promptly to request don't hide behind the email but please respond positively and promptly on time yes that's good um so my last one then there's four each my last one was um comes around social proving in google reviews which actually comes a little bit deeper into customer satisfaction and actually having the broad shoulders to ask for people to review how they felt through the process. And some of those, there will be lessons learned. And some of those will be um, 
it resulted in a five-star Google review. And actually, there's two elements to this. One is understanding customer satisfaction to make sure that they are happy and where can you change things along the line to make sure that you please as many people as possible and make them feel satisfied. But also having a process in place to obtain that feedback. So I now treat feedback with as much um, structure as I do business winning. Oh, I like that. I like that. So, and then the last one, number eight, I would have said, is educate and empower your team about your business and about the market. Because it's all very well sometimes as a leader that you sit there and you go on the conferences, you go on the training courses, you have all the information that doesn't necessarily disseminate down to your team. Um, and so they, you've got to pass, isn't it, with you? They've got to be your, your, your passenger and your fighter your warrior you don't want them to be your terrorist okay and so educate you tell them saying you know you come in and you just go oh my god it's just horrific i'm right up on my overdraft it's a nightmare because obviously we're much more positive than that positive pants and all that um but it's not about going you know what we could really do with getting that sale through on the 30th as opposed to the second of the month because the cash flow it would really assist us yeah or actually so really big this month because if we can push over we can get over twenty thousand pounds you know net a month on our property management and we'll make a real difference to our bottom line and our running costs particularly as we're moving into a hard market so take your team get on board so they understand i'm not saying throw open your profit and loss account and your management accounts at all mm-hmm. unless you wish to do that but actually mm-hmm. let them understand some of the the issues um positive things that happen and how you feel when they've won a business or they've done something really, really well. So educate your team, let it disseminate through, I think. Basically, really great tips. So we'll, I made a note of them here, okay? So, because I don't want to listen back to the podcast because I hate listening to some stuff. I know you like doing it. Um, And um, so I will put those out on on a um, a little comment. That'd be good. That'd be good. I like the post. Awesome. Awesome. Good. Um, You know how you can see how many people are listening and what demographic they are. Hopefully they'll get this joke. But my girlfriend asked me to stop singing Wonderwall. I said to her, oh, maybe. I thought that was good. Um, Anyway, there we go. If you're not an Oasis fan, you won't have a clue what that was all about. Over to you to end the show, darling. Thank you. I'm just batting uh, that stuff that ro- that ro- goes across when it's quiet. You know. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your the tumbleweed. Uh, your jokes were actually commented on at a recent conference as to when will we be releasing the first House of Property Dad joke. So watch this space. Christmas is coming. You never know what might be in your stocking. So have a great week. <laughs> Next week, some of us will be abroad at the Realtors Conference. So it's super, super exciting. I'm gonna try and report back live. Might not be able to because it's nine hours ahead. So it's completely upside down, but we do our very best, won't we, Martin? And when have we ever let you down at House of Property? So stay safe, have a good week, and let's do it all again very soon.